Welcome back to Held and Healed. Thank you so much for taking time to join me and to learn as I have been learning. Starting next week, I'm going to begin interviewing some amazing people. And as a general thought, I will be recording on Mondays myself, and then I will be sharing the interviews with other people on Fridays. That's the hope, the plan. It won't always turn out perfectly, but just to give myself a schedule, a goal, consistency, that's what we're aiming for. Sometimes schedules do not allow for that, so posts may be a little bit more random, but the hope is that for the most part, Mondays and Fridays, and I know this week I missed the Monday, um, just wasn't in a good headspace, and so I did not record that day, but I'm back, and we are going to talk today about bullies. Doesn't that sound like fun? <laughs> I'm sitting here staring at a photo that I added to my blog post of a little girl sitting with her her head and her knees and her hands protecting her her head and this little boy just wailing on her verbally. And it's hard for me to look at that photograph. It really is. Um, I've actually thought about changing the picture just because it triggers me when I see it. And it also just shows how powerful words are. Like he's not even putting his fists on her. But his words, his anger, his body language is, oh, it's just, it's fierce. So um, I just want to say again that this podcast is not meant to be um, a substitution for licensed counseling If you are in an abusive situation, I challenge you to find someone who is domestically violent, um, domestically violence uh, informed, trauma informed, addiction informed, and just make sure that you are not being shamed and blamed for your abuser's treatment and actions and behaviors. If you are being blamed, if you are being told in some way that you're responsible for someone speaking disrespectfully and aggressively to you, if you're being told that you can somehow change that person, if you're being told that you did something to set off his anger and you deserve his fist going through the wall or his fist going into your face, you need to get another counselor immediately. Those things are victim shaming, victim blaming, and they are not going to help you to heal. So I'm going to start out by reading a blog post that I wrote And then I'm going to gather um, some great information from um, a post that I found online and um, just to help you recognize if you are indeed being bullied and what you can do about that. So the blog post is heather-elizabeth.com and it's called Bye Bye Bullies. And I wrote this um, a couple months ago and decided to repost it this week because of watching behaviors of so-called ministry leaders. So this is quite a quite a phenomenon that is occurring right now. A lot of things are coming to the surface. 2020 was hard on the church. It was difficult for people to meet, to assemble, etc. But what I am grateful for is it also began to reveal a lot of abuse and a lot of sin that is happening within churches. And things that were maybe hidden under normal circumstances began to bubble up and rise to the top. Excuse me. I am still waking up this morning, so please excuse my yawns. So I am grateful for that because I think there is, unlike any other time in history, there is, there are a lot of people questioning 
whether their leaders are solid, whether their leaders are godly, whether their leaders are servant leaders. And a lot are not. Let's just be honest. I'm not saying that all spiritual leaders are abusive or full of sin that's hidden and in the dark, but many are. (laughs) And so these things have been bubbling to the surface and I have been watching some of the advocates that I have great respect for who truly are desiring to bring these things into light and they've done it in a respectful way. They've actually reached out to some leaders and authors and different people who have been promoting toxic teachings for decades. And they've asked them, you know, would you possibly rewrite this part of your book? Would you possibly um, retract this statement because it is actually perpetuating and encouraging abuse and um, just degrading of women and giving a, a pass for porn addiction and blaming the wives for the, the husband's porn addiction or saying that she has to be ready and available 24-7 to have sex or he's going to be tempted to stray. That is not truth. And that is a toxic, those are all toxic, toxic beliefs that have been promoted within the walls of churches for decades. That women are responsible for men's actions. And that just seeing someone and and saying that they are physically attractive is lust. That's not necessarily the case. You can see someone and have a thought in your mind that that person is beautiful, that person is handsome, without crossing the line to lust. Like, it's possible. But regardless of what someone is wearing, we are still responsible for what we do and what we allow to continue within our minds. And there have been plenty of cases where women have been raped who had very conservative clothing and were covered from head to toe. So we cannot, we cannot blame someone's attire for actions like that. That is sick. It's disgusting. It's vile. And we need to stop. We need to stop stop shaming and blaming women and children for horrific, horrendous actions um, of abusers. So anyway, I had written this post back in February because I was going through some things personally, but then watching these people just go at it and attack these women who are trying to stand up and be a voice for women who have been pushed down for decades, for generations, that is why I decided it was time to copy paste and post this in my, um, in my Facebook, just as a, as an update got some flack. Yeah, I got some flack. And that's okay. That is absolutely okay. Because bullies and abusers do not like to be called out. And um, I am just processing, processing some hard things, but it's not going to keep me from speaking up because there are so many people right now who need to know that the way they're being treated and mistreated is not acceptable, that someone sees them, someone cares, And that it is okay for them to move towards safety. So, again, the blog post, Bye Bye Bullies. Bullies are everywhere. They're on school buses and playgrounds, in boardrooms and MLMs. They stand on platforms and behind pulpits. They may share your bloodline or your last name. I vividly recall one such bully. I was in middle school, petite and timid. Abuse was rampant at home, so I was scared of my own shadow. I was jumpy and unsure of myself. This bully had laser focus. 
She picked me out on the school bus and stalked me in the dark corners of the school library. She threatened bodily harm on my frail frame. In high school, I stepped in to protect someone else from a bully, a mean girl. I was, a hun- I was 90 pounds soaking wet, but she was verbally attacking someone I cared about and I didn't think twice about intervening. I've dealt with more bullies in my life than I care to recount. Many of those bullies have been in positions of spiritual leadership over me. Those are the worst kind. Ones who know God's word and use it to beat others up. As I am healing, I have learned a few things that give me courage to stand up for myself and walk away from bullies. I know that I have so much to learn, but they, these are some of the thoughts that are on my heart today. I am no longer a scared, timid little girl. I am a grown woman. I am a powerful advocate, advocate for myself and others. I am a voice for the voiceless. I choose to walk away from conversations or text battles that are accusing, gaslighting, manipulating, or projecting a bully's behaviors onto me. I am not anyone's punching bag or verbal vomit bucket. I am worthy of honor and respect. I do not have to have relationships with those who bully me. I can go low or no contact with anyone who makes me feel threatened or unsafe. I am not the reason a bully is miserable. I do not have to fix, heal, rescue, save, or change anyone. I cannot, I should say. (laughs) I cannot fix, heal, rescue, save, or change anyone. The bully is responsible for his or her behaviors. I am responsible for mine. Jesus had lots to say about abusers. He told us to have nothing to do with them. Jesus understood boundaries, and I am here to learn from the best teacher of all. So if you are listening to this today and you have been bullied, either as a child or now as an adult, I want to say this to you. You are no longer a scared, timid little girl. You're a grown woman and a powerful advocate for yourself and others. You are a voice for the voiceless. You may choose to walk away from conversations and text battles that accuse you, gaslight you, manipulate you, project a bully's behaviors onto you. You are not anyone's punching bag or verbal vomit bucket. You are worthy of honor and respect. You do not have to have relationships with those who bully you. You can go low or no contact with anyone who makes you feel threatened or unsafe. You are not the reason a bully is miserable. You do not have to, you cannot, fix, heal, rescue, save, or change anyone. The bully is responsible for his or her behaviors. You are responsible for yours. So that's just my message to you today. I hope and pray that that helps somebody out there feel that they have options, that they have a choice. And remember that definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again while expecting a different result. We do not want to continue down a path that gets us to the same place over and over again. And I admit, I found myself there. I found myself beating my head against a wall that I had beat my head against so many times before, expecting a certain individual to change. And now I realize that individual is not capable of change. A dear friend of mine used an analogy recently that I have actually shared with multiple people, and it's really super helpful. 
So she said, you know, with certain individuals you have identified and you know that they are dangerous, destructive, abusive. That has been the history that has repeated itself over and over again. So she said, let's call this individual or these individuals a scorpion. And what do we know about scorpions? They're poisonous. They bite, they kill, they destroy. So she said, whenever you're dealing with a scorpion, you have two choices. You don't go near the scorpion. That's your first choice. You stay the heck away from the scorpion. Or you go around the scorpion and you have as much protective gear in in place as possible. You have the antidote ready. (laughs) And you know that at any moment, that sucker is going to attack you. It's going to get you. It's going to bite you. So you go in with that knowledge. You go in with that realization. And you choose either to stay away from the scorpion or to go in as guarded, protected as possible. And I love that. You just have to know. You have to remind yourself constantly, scorpions bite. Scorpions are poisonous. It is in their nature to destroy. You have to understand these people, apart from an absolute miracle of God, which can happen, I get that, but most of the time it's not going to because God will not force his way or his will onto anyone. So people have to choose to change and abusers and scorpions typically do not. And then another friend added to the analogy. She said they also like to be above you and they can attack from above when you cannot see them. And I was like, oh, that's like deep. That's deep. So remember that about the scorpion. If you, t- if you choose to go into a situation where a scorpion is, a known scorpion, you have got to be prepared. You've got to have your guard, your armor on, your antidote ready. And you got to be looking around constantly because they're ready to pounce from any direction. And then I also wanted to bring to your attention, um, it's called 14 Ways to Identify a Bully. And this is from watersedgecounseling.com. So I'm just going to use it kind of as an outline to help you identify and maybe recognize some bullies that you have in your life. And if you would like to go to watersedgecounseling.com, you can see the full article. So these, again, these lists are typically not exhaustive, but this is just someone saying these are patterns that they've seen. So bullies will take up space and they will also just kind of get in your space and be lacking in respect, lacking in boundaries. Number two, they speak down to you. We know this. This is a very common tactic, using a domineering voice, volumes that are high and harsh. Now, just because you raise your voice does not mean you're a bully. And I want to say that clearly. There comes a point where we can only take so much. And so raising your voice is not necessarily wrong. A lot of times we raise our voices to match the bully's voice or we raise our voices to be heard. Just because we're raising our voice does not mean we're a bully. It just means we've had enough. But we're talking about someone who's domineering, using high volumes, harsh, manipulative words, aggressive. Just because you raise your voice to defend yourself does not make you a bully. So I want to clarify. They are always sometimes made out to be the victim. And so this is uh, a form of deflection, a form of projection where things get flipped around. And it's very confusing if you're on the receiving end. Their tone of voice. So there can be apathy, anger, disappointment, sarcasm, and just aggression in their voice tone. They try to control your behaviors. 
So if you are someone who is kind and empathetic, um, a bully's going to actually really gravitate towards you. So it doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. It just means you're a kind person. And that's really important. That's a really important thing for us to realize that abusers, bullies, narcissists are drawn to kind-hearted, empathetic people who really just want to help. And so sometimes we can even recognize that these behaviors are in someone and we still hang around because we really just care about them. We want to help them. They use manipulation. Okay. So if you're being manipulated by someone, um, that's a clear sign that you could be dealing with a bully. Uh, Two-faced. Dealing with this right now um, where my abusers have nothing kind to say about one another, but then they turn and kind of gather together against me. That is a very dangerous and unsettling feeling. Very, very, um, it's very unsettling. And I kick myself for trusting certain individuals at different seasons. Again, with the scorpion, like they've proven to be a scorpion time and time again, but I got drawn in because um, maybe they were in a position where they needed some help and some support and played on my emotions to the point that I kind of started letting them back in my life, started trusting, and then to have something happen where the scorpion venom came out like never before. And finding that you know these individuals who have had really not kind things to say about one another are now kind of gathering together and forming almost an alliance. It's, it's painful. It's brutal. <laughs> they sap your energy and time. So if you are surrounding yourself with people who are safe and people who honor you, protect you, validate you, point you to healing resources and help, that is what you need to do to heal. But if you are around people who just make you feel exhausted when you leave, just make you feel that your emotions and your physical frame are completely drained, walk away. Walk away. Protect the space around you. Protect your energy, protect your headspace, protect your physical being. Um, your friends and family don't like them. So I would actually add to this, your safe friends and family don't like them. So um, again, finding that there are certain individuals that kind of feed off of each other and there's like familiar spirits. Um, you also have to recognize that not everyone uses discernment. So there are a lot of people that would say after the fact, oh, I never did really like him or I, I really always felt something was weird about her or whatever, but they don't say that till later. But if there are blaring red flags and the people that love you and care for you that are truly safe people are saying, yeah, that's a strange one or be careful about her or him, please listen to those people because they truly love you and care about you. They isolate you from your safe people. They give you the cold shoulder, the silent treatment. You have dread when you're going to see them. So if you are feeling just all clamped up inside every time you know you're going to see this person, they are probably not safe. And you don't have to be around them. Like you're an adult, you can choose. They threaten you. 
So if they physically threaten you, uh, sexually violate you, turn people against you, ruin your plans or possessions, or do any of all of these things to the people that you love, they're a bully and you need to get help. So if there are children involved, you want to get the children out of there immediately. And then the last um, thing that's mentioned in this article is that you're just afraid of them. So you could feel physically fearful. You could feel emotionally fearful. You could feel mentally fearful. And you just know that you cannot be around them and feel safe. So I just felt that I needed to share this today because I know so many people who are dealing with bullies right now. And there's a lot of teachings in churches and different realms that basically say we need to lay there and take that. Not truth. Not truth at all. If anybody is forcing the whole forgiveness thing before they're taking into consideration your safety and your well-being, that is out of whack and out of balance. So your safety, your well-being needs to be priority long before people begin to thump you over the head about forgiveness. And I think that the podcast we have coming up um, with our first guest, I think we're going to actually debunk some myths about what forgiveness is and what it is not. Because especially in the faith community, we have been taught things that do not line up with justice and do not line up with righteousness and do not line up with um, God being a protective heavenly father. Like, yeah, I have a friend that can explain the ins and the outs about forgiveness in such a way that your mind will be blown. And I think that's what we're going to spend um, a good part of our podcast on is just talking about what it is, what forgiveness is, and what it's not. So if someone is coming at you and saying to you, you just need to forgive so-and-so, you just need to forgive so-and-so, and you are not yet safe or well, like they've got that out of balance. It's not right. Your safety and your well-being matter to your heavenly father so much more than most people realize, so much more than most people give it priority. So I would like to end today with a prayer and um, just asking the Lord to bring revelation and to protect, to protect you and the ones that you love. Father, today I come to you and I thank you. I thank you that you have held me and protected me even through the fires and the realities of abuse and being bullied by many, many people. Lord, I thank you that you see all, you know all, and that I do not have to prove to you that these things happened, that you saw it, you heard it. And because I am your child and I am your precious daughter, your heart was grieved just as my heart would be grieved if someone were doing those things to my my sons. I would be in turmoil if someone spoke to my sons the way I've been spoken to. I would be grieved if someone put their hands on my sons the way that people put their hands on me. I would be um, infuriated as a mama if someone came at my sons with accusations that were unjust and not 
not validated, not real. And you are the perfect heavenly father who loves so much more deeply, completely, and perfectly than I ever could as a mama. So God, today I lift up all those out there that hear my voice, that are maybe coming to the realization that there are bullies in their lives. Maybe there are faces that are coming to their minds right now. Maybe there are voices they're hearing in their heads and words that are spoken over them that they're hearing repeated over and over and over again. Maybe they believe the words of those abusers, those accusers, those bullies. And I ask you, God, that they would know you, the way, the truth, the light. God, that they would know you, truth, and that truth would set them free. I pray the truth of who you are would set them free. I pray that the truth of who they are created in your image would set them free. And that the lies, the accusations, the words that bullies have spoken over them would fall to the ground. And they would not have power over them. They would not have pull. They would not have sway. And I ask God in the place of those lies that you would begin to minister your truth. That they are precious. That they are beautiful that they are chosen, that they are loved, they are beloved, they're wanted, they're priceless in your eyes. There's no one else on this earth that can do the things that you created, my beautiful sisters, to do. Each one carries a gift within her that no other person has, that combination of gifts. And you created her, God, to do amazing things, to be a voice for the voiceless, to call others into truth. And so I ask today that you lift the heaviness, you lift the weights, that they would come to you when they're weary and heavy laden and you would give them rest. I pray, Father, that they would know that they are loved by you, that you would help them get to safety. You would surround them with people who love you, who love them, who are wise in knowing how to handle these situations. And that they would know truly in their heart of hearts that they are held and they are healed by you. And I pray this in Jesus' precious and holy name. Amen. So thank you again. And just reach out to me at heather-elizabeth.com. That is my website. Scroll to the bottom and there is a contact me option. Just send me a message. Let me know um, how this message has helped you. If it has brought some clarity and validation to your mind, to your heart, to your spirit, or women, you are welcome to join us at Held and Healed Christian Women Rebuilding After Abuse. That is a Facebook group. It is private. There are a couple questions you need to answer just to make sure it is safe for you to be in the group, safe for you to receive notifications. So Held and Healed Christian Women Rebuilding After Abuse. And we will see you next time on Held and Healed. Blessings. Thank you.